this is Tony Lloyd. Being a broadcaster for many years, I've witnessed some great stories in the music industry. And now I want to bring as many music stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. My goal is that they will inspire others making their way in the music world. Music Stories with Tony Lloyd. Jerob, welcome to Music Stories. How are you? Hello, how are you doing? I'm good. Okay, now I've been reading up on you. And you seem to be permanently on tour, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, You've got got a new EP out called, with a track on it called Finding My Feet, which uh, I've had a listen to. It sounds fantastic. How would you describe your music first off? Um, Good question. I always find this one a bit tricky, Um, but I guess real, um, honest, anthemic, and uh, feeling. Right. Well, that's that's intriguing. Let's stick another adjective in there. <laughs> <laughs> so that's 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 fascinating. We could um, uh, get really interested in just uh, listening to music from what you've just described. Um, how did it all start for you? Because you were born in Nigeria, weren't you? And then you came over to the UK. Yep. Is that right? Well, can you remember much about your life in, in um, Nigeria? Yeah, so I was 10 years old when I, I came to the UK. So um, th- that's a lot of life, I mm. think, done before before mm. coming over. So What was that like growing up in Nigeria until you were 10? Was it- yeah, it was great. Good. It was great. Um, yeah, we had a great life. Uh, my parents just wanted wanted to do the move, so we, we mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah, and I, and I kind of started singing when I was maybe about 11, 11 12. And um, started writing songs when I was about 19. Mm-hmm. And then released my first single in 2019. And I've been going ever since. Amazing. And did you do anything musically um, when you were younger than 10 in back in Nigeria? Do you think that influenced your music now? I didn't. I didn't do music for me. wasn't really till I was about eleven, twelve, maybe thirteen, and um, mm. when I when I started really getting into it. Before then, I listened to it. Um, I listened to to music with my brother, and we were both like, yeah, we both enjoy listening to it. My parents listened to music, um, but um, not really singing or playing or anything. To be honest, mm. I've, I I I think I've probably. Um, stumbled into into music because no one else in my family does it like my brother plays a little bit my parents aren't musical um but yeah i think i'm a bit of an anomaly in the family a little bit well it's good to be different <laughs> um i always yeah. ask that question because some people say yeah I, I was playing the piano when i was three years old and right you know no. stuff like that you know so it's no, always I'm, interesting. I'm not a prodigy <laughs> That's that's not a problem, is it? You know, there's, you know, you're still very young anyway uh, when you started. So that's really good. Um, why do you think you got into music? I mean, you say that your parents were listening to music and, and your brother was and so on. Is, what actually made you? I mean, I listened to music when I was 10 uh, and I played it as a DJ actually when I was 10. But wow. um, I never composed anything. I never. What made you feel like you writing your own music? Um, I think, um, I, I feel like I, I realized that I I had something to say. 
Right. And that was that was um, the big shifter for me because I always liked music and I always enjoyed the idea of of writing, um, but I first firstly didn't think I could, mm. and also I didn't think I had anything to say. And I think um, you know twenty twenty eighteen around that time something changed where I felt like I had something to say and. I gave it a go and I discovered that I could and I carried on. Awesome. And most people, a lot of writers, you know, base their music on personal experiences. Do you find the same? Yeah, definitely. I think, I think for me, the best, the best songs that I've written are the ones that are authentic and come from a real place. And, um, yeah, those are the ones I think that connect with people the most. Okay. Now, tell me about all these gigs that you've been doing um, and so on. Uh, you, you're, you're probably tired now because last night you were at Manchester uh, doing a gig there. Um, how did that go? Yeah, really, really well. I played a, a beautiful venue called Albert Hall, um, which was, yeah, it was really special, quite like a theatre kind of venue. Mm. Um, so the acoustics were brilliant. Um, yeah, really nice. Not the nice Albert gig. Hall in London, I have to confirm. Not the no, Albert Hall. Not the not the <laughs> Royal Albert Hall. There's a few Albert Halls around the country, actually. Yeah. Um, there's one in Nottingham here as well, but no, this one was in Manchester. Okay. Well, that's good. And you've been uh, acclaimed with BBC Radio 1, haven't you? You are part of the, the, um, the live lounge um, system there, and uh, everybody loved your music there, which... Which is fantastic, isn't it? Because, you know, Radio 1 saying, yeah, this guy is really cool is is massive, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the, the BBC, both introducing and Radio 1 have been um, really supportive of my music this far. Um, my, my, I had a new single actually called You and I. It came out last week and it got played on Radio 1 on, on Thursday last week as well. So, wow. um, yeah, they've been really, really supportive. Yeah. That's amazing. And tell me about all these gigs you're doing. Didn't you um, perform at the King's Coronation concert? Yeah, that was that was earlier in May. Um, I, 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 uh, I played, I sang with uh, Pete Tong um, and his um, you know his orchestra with um, Vula as well. Um, kind of did the opener for the the concert. Yeah, it was a really really special day. Really really. Um, it's a real, really honoured to be there. Yeah, amazing. What what an opportunity as well, massive audience. Um, what gigs have you got coming up then? Because you say you're on the tour. Um, you were saying you're on a bus, on the tour bus. Yeah, so I'm touring with JP Cooper. I'm, I'm a support. I'm supporting him on his uh, UK and Europe tour. Um, so there's a, there's a couple of dates left um, in in the UK, so Birmingham and London, and then I've got a few days off then to Europe. Um, so a bunch of a bunch of dates all around Europe. Wow, that's incredible! Uh, I have to yeah. say to listeners to this that I'm talking to you in September 2023, because uh, so, uh, some in case people might you buy yeah, the wrong tickets. Yeah, some people might <laughs> go. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> um, so it might be old old news. This interview, if you're listening later than uh, September 2023, um, what advice would you give to uh, young people? Uh, like yourself, who 
have got into music and you know people listening to this will say well maybe thinking to themselves um wow how do i how do i get plays on radio one and how do i get go on these tours and and so on you know how 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 do i make it as as big as jerub uh, what advice? What advice <laughs> did you big. give? I don't know how big that is, but um, it's pretty big. It's very big, uh, I would say. No, thank you. I I think um, I don't have many answers, but what I can say that I've done is I've had the right people um, near me um, who I know are committed to my music and um, also have grown with me. Um, and just the right thing at the right time you know mm. sometimes things come too early and um you you don't make the most of them of it when that's the case and there's been things that have happened that have that haven't happened earlier on and i am so grateful they didn't because i wasn't ready um and i think you know having the right people in your life and having the right thing come at the right time and just keep doing what you're doing and the 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 fundamentals of music for me is to write good songs, to work on your craft and to connect with people live um, a live audience and everything else follows once you get the right people in the room. So yeah, I guess work on your fundamentals is what I would say. It's what I'm trying to do anyway. Okay. Good advice. And for you, what's happening in the future? You know, you mentioned you're going to finish this tour. How about after that? What are your aspirations for the future? Yeah, so I've just I've just released a single called "You and I." Um, it came out last week, and um, that's that's probably that's part of a, a, an EP that's going to be coming out in the future, um, around next year. I'm probably going to release another so- song, hopefully before the end of the year, and um, yeah, looking to do more more live shows before the end of the year and um, next year as well. Okay, that's good. And um, as far as um, earning a living is concerned, uh, you know, it's, things have changed, haven't they, from the old days, you know, where I come from, <laughs> where, where people sold vinyl, you know, bits of plastic, and that's how <laughs> that's how people made their money yeah, a, a lot in those days. Now it's downloads and you don't get so much money, do you, from, from lots of downloads. Um, so really yeah. doing the gigs is the important thing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean it's all encompassing. A lot, a lot. It's, I don't fully know how to earn money with music, but um, I think um, yeah, people coming to your shows and buying your merch and listening to your songs. That's I guess I guess it'll all add up. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, well, it's been a pleasure to talk to you, Jerob. Um, we'll make sure that your website, which is jerobmusic.com, is with the text that goes with this episode of Music Stories. And thank you so much for talking to me. Good luck for the future. Thank you so much, Tony. Appreciate it. Tony Lloyd, creating audio and film worldwide. <laughs>